Hello, everyone in front of us. Um, <laughs> you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, I am Jared Ellis. And I am Walker Barrow. Yes, Walker is back. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and my personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And you can find me on Twitter at Barrow Walker. That's arrow with a B. Yes, and it is now our second live episode that we've done here at Well-Traveled Beer in downtown Goldsboro, North Carolina. And this one, we've decided to lean into our meme a little bit. Um, and this is a locked on Shania Twain. <laughs> um, she is queen. Yes, she is queen. Um, and But of course, uh, the gist of the show is the Carolina Hurricanes, even though they were sadly eliminated from yesterday's, well, sadly eliminated from the playoffs yesterday. Yeah. Um, but first things first, this episode is brought to you guys by Built Bar, the mm. fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. It is delicious. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, as we sip our storm brews yeah, sorry. back here. I'm drinking a sour. I had my storm brew earlier, though. Okay, I'm having my storm brew now. Um, so on today's episode, we will recap yesterday's Game 5 against the Boston Bruins, um, which, of course, we all know how that went. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will still talk about that. Um, we will take a look back on the season as a whole. Um, as well as some of our favorite moments of the season. And as has been the norm here lately, um, there will be a playoff bubble roundup um, of all the scores and all the series um, as a whole um, because there were several eliminations yesterday. Um, And we also have our trivia uh, segment now that Walker has returned. And we also have some giveaways for you lucky people in front of us. Yay. and not only that, we will be announcing the winner of the Well-Traveled Beer Hockey Jersey Design Contest. Yes. Yay. <laughs> clap, clap. Um, we will also be doing that. And the winner will get not only their jersey, the, the design for the Well-Traveled Beer Hockey Jersey, obviously, um, but they will also get a beer on us. Well-traveled, or not well-traveled beer. Uh, (laughs) Well-traveled hurricanes. (laughs) Yeah, locked on hurricanes. Um, They will get a beer on us. We have that certificate behind us. Um, So heading on into the Game 5 recap, um, I was listening to the game last night on my way home from my fishing trip that I went on up in the UR Mountains. That was fun. Obviously got sunburned. Um, Well, you're ginger, so it doesn't take too much. Half ginger. Half a soul. You're still, it's still... It's still there. Jared. Yes. <laughs> the the hair is brown. The beard That's, is ginger. The beard is very red. The beard is very long. Yes, I know. Now. Like, well, I think you've beat me. Yeah, it, so. it's definitely beat you. <laughs> um, I debated on it just being a playoff beard, but honestly, I'm not going to shave for the rest keep of the year. Keep growing it, buddy. Keep growing I'll just out. keep the mustache trimmed back so I don't eat it. Yes. Um, That's my issue as well. Um, but on to game five. Um, in that game, the Hurricanes, uh, it was a started mixed out, bag. Yeah. yeah, I would started say a mixed out, bag, yeah. Started out good, you know, with Flurry, it was Flurry that scored first, right? Yes. Because I had to listen to it as well. 
Flurry's goal that started it out, you know, he's been doing pretty solid for the most part through the playoffs. So it was cool to see him kind of be out there, kind of be the star for a few games. But then I guess you can say they just kind of they just kind of choked. Yeah, um, I would definitely say uh, the Hurricanes not performing to their full potential was a running theme of the series right? as a whole. Um, because, yes, of course, they were missed calls. I mean, frankly, both of yes, Boston's goals yesterday, uh, I believe, came on the power play. Right. And both of them resulted in a call that shouldn't have been made, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, frankly, the opinion of quite a few people that I saw. Right. Um, and I get, all right, the officials weren't necessarily on your side in this series. No. Um, that's, that's one thing. Right. Um, but on the flip side, you're, the team itself needs to be able to play through that. Yeah. Like, all right, you know the officials aren't going to be calling the game in your favor. Yeah. They're kind of favoring Boston. In the, and... That's about that, the way it goes, with, especially when you're going up against, like, an original six team. Yeah. You know, that's just the way it seems to be consistent throughout the league for me. Yeah. Um, if that was the case, um, the team as a whole needs to step up. I feel a issue the Hurricanes had in the series was their uh, special teams yeah, really didn't step definitely. up. Um, yeah, penalty kill was pretty decent-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they did allow several power play goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they did go on the power play the few times that they did, that power play did not produce the way it no. should have. Um, I believe in the whole Boston series through those five games, I believe they only scored one power play goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, you can't be playing like that and be successful. Yeah. Um, especially when you're going up a team like Boston. I mean, there's obviously the officiating issue. We've talked about that to death um, in past episodes. Um, But it is very frustrating, uh, to say the least. Yeah, because I know in in game four, they were on the power play, and for a good majority of the power play, Boston was just dominating them in the Hurricanes' end. Uh, they could not get it out of their end. They couldn't even make an attack on the Bruins. They were just staying in their end, and Boston was just all over them. Yes, I would definitely say in Game 4 they could not blame that on the officials. No. Um, that was just the Hurricanes. They did not yeah. play to the level that we know they're capable of. They, um, got, they got too comfortable with that lead that they had. Yes, I would definitely say they got too comfortable with the lead um, that they had. And then, of course, there was the mistake that James Ryer made coming way yeah. too far out of the net to allow yeah. that goal. And there was uh, Jordan Stahl going down with an injury right yeah. in front of the bench. And yeah. I get that stuff is going to be very deflating, um, especially when your team captain goes down. Yeah. Sitting right in front of me and just like, you know, you guys sitting directly in front of us. You know, it, that'd be yeah. kind of deflating. Your, yeah. your team leader goes down directly in front of you. Yeah. It was um, a good hit. Yeah, it was f- a clean hit, but it was a very rough hit. But fuck Charlie McAvoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I will say, yeah, it was a clean hit, you know, watching it back. Yeah. But when the guy is older I mean, now yeah. um, and he's had concussion issues in the past in his career, yeah, um, yeah. that's very worrying yeah. watching that. Reg- regardless if it was a good hit or not, the injury on the play should have 
brought yeah, in should have a fired power them play. Up. It should have it should have brought in a power play if not some type of action. Yes. You know, but and I discussed it in yesterday's episode. Um, where are you going? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know it's fine. <laughs> You're fine. Um, the fact that no one stepped up when it came to that, uh, yeah. like just stood up for Jordan Stahl um, in that hit, you know, go after McAvoy, you know, give yeah. him a big hit, you know, drop the gloves. Right. Um, Something. Not only that, but in the bleed game three, when Sveshnikov went down yeah. with his, uh, now it's obviously been revealed as you know, MCL and yeah. high ankle sprain. You know, because of his altercation it. with Chara. Yeah, uh, I discussed that you know on uh, other episode and uh, the national show. That yeah, not saying Slewfoot, but watching it back yeah. broke down frame by frame. It, yeah, it's a little questionable because I mean you're going to see what you want to see. Yeah, um, but that did look a little dirty in yeah. my personal opinion. Right. Um, but the fact that no one stepped up is, I mean, it's it, kind of deflating. I mean, it's like, it, yeah, it's it's disheartening. You know, you see these guys who have time and time again have picked up for each other in multiple ways, you know. Like a Mrazic went down um, when Thornton punched him in the throat. Yeah, and you just know, they everyone. Got pissed and they got all over him. Yeah, but. and then the uh, whole David Ayers game um, when Mrazic and Reimer both went down um, in the same game and then the whole team rallied behind yeah. David Ayers, the emergency exactly. backup goalie. It's just like, come on, guys. Um, we know you guys are better than yeah. this, but yeah. they didn't perform to the level that they're capable yeah. of um, in this series, and that's very disheartening, to say the least. And yeah. that uh, Game 5 loss spelled the end for their hurricane season. Yeah. Um, and now they are uh, – I saw a picture earlier today. They're packing up the bus now, and they're yep. fixing to leave Toronto mm-hmm. and Getting come back bubble. to – Come back to Raleigh and then do what they got to do as far as exit stuff and yeah. whatnot. And then people go back home um, yep. to their respective states, countries, yep. and whatnot. So, um, so um, that was, as far as uh, the season as a whole, um, what were some of your favorite memories from the season? On a more positive oh, man. Note, I guess we'd say. We discussed the whole David Ayers. Um, situation. I watched that live at Revolution Rampage live yep. episode that they did. Um, that was a great event right. um, that they had, for sure. Um, but what were some of your favorite moments of the season? Oh Walker? man, it's it's been so long. I probably can't even remember most of it because we've been out so long. I will say something that's been obviously recent has been uh, a uh hat trick. Yeah. Uh, in the in the qualifying rounds against the um, the runner round, yeah, in the <laughs> yes, in the runner round, uh, awesome to see him get that hat trick. You know, is the first hat trick in franchise history. Is that no, correct? his first. His was the first qualifying. It was, it was the first um, postseason hat trick in Hurricanes franchise history, as well as Andre Sashkala's first right. career hat first, trick. That's what. Yeah, that. Uh, that was awesome to see. They did awesome in the qualifying rounds. They swept the Rangers. Yeah, I they, mean, they did. Yeah, they was, had high hopes coming into the series against Boston. Yeah, I mean you knew it'd be a long series because it's Boston. Yeah, Boston is a very, very talented team. You know, yeah, officiating aside, they are a very talented team. Yeah. Especially when we get to talking about special teams. Yeah, they they are a very good team. I'm not going to take that away from them. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, <laughs> they're so, a very good team. They weren't going to be a pushover, that's for sure. Right. Um, other than that, I I admire the just the whole season. You know, I enjoyed it all, all of it. You know, because they showed such a a passion for doing what they wanted to do, and they're really showing that in the points they were getting, the games they were winning, just all the pushes they were doing to stay in the playoffs because, you know, they wanted to prove that they were a playoff team and that they could continue to be a playoff team. Yes, uh, so. I agree there. Um, one thing I saw earlier today um, going out of Hurricanes a little bit, um, on the Leafs show, uh, they had a guest on, and an issue that Leafs were having was they're wanting to go straight from just straight to a Stanley Cup contender. Right. Where that team hasn't won a playoff series in 16 years. Yeah. Um, you have to know how to win in the playoffs first before you can be a Stanley yeah, Cup. Before you contender. can get that title that they're winning. You have to be a playoff contender first. And I feel that is something that the Hurricanes have done. Yeah. Um, over the past two seasons, they are a very young team. You know, as a whole, they obviously yeah. have their veterans there. Um, but as a whole, they know how to win in the playoffs. Right. Um, and that's one of the first hurdles that they had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And they know how to do that now. And they yeah. have a good young core. That was something uh, Justin Williams, or excuse me, not Justin Williams, uh, Jordan Stahl and Jacob Slavin. We're echoing in post-game conference yesterday was they have a good young court and they're set up well for the future, you right. know, with so many people. I mean, we'd be here, you know, for a while, you know, going down the roster yeah, and for sure. just the main Hurricanes roster, not even yeah. uh, counting everyone that they have, you know, down in Charlotte um, as well yeah. in the AHL. Well, Definitely. Well, I say Charlotte, you know, with quotations because yeah. that, you know, AHL that affiliation, deal, yeah. know, that's a little... If you right now, yes. that's you know a topic for another day. Once we know more <laughs> how that's going, for sure. But they are set up well for the future, which I think will benefit them um, because there are the um, more experienced teams like Boston, like right. Tampa, all yeah. these other teams that are older. They know what, they really know what it takes to yeah, win. For um, sure. And the Hurricanes' time will come. I yeah. definitely feel that. I mean, yeah. we have the uh, 06 um, championship DVD yes. thing playing in the background right now. Yeah. Um, the Hurricanes have done it before. Um, they're Justin definitely Justin Williams was – yeah, they're capable. I mean, obviously the only player left on the team – I say that with quotations because you don't know if he's going to retire is right. Justin Williams. Um, but there's still – yeah, the Hurricanes have done it before when no yeah. one really thought they would do it. Yeah. Um, and now they have that talented young core, and a lot of people believe that the Hurricanes can win it here in the next few yeah. years. Um, it's just some of these older teams, yeah, they have the experience to back it up. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think that we can – it's both a positive and a negative, you know, because we have such young guys – Awesome players. I mean, Svech, Nechas, Aho, multiple players that are young and just awesome across the board. But that young mentality can also hurt us in a lot of places because we don't have a whole lot of veteran players. Like, yes, we got Stahl, you know, we got Williams. You know, I guess you can even count Martin Hook in there because even got he's got that veteran mentality. Yeah, he's for the getting most up part. there. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, um, and just as far as other 
Was I won a cup? Tavo won a cup. Yeah. Um, and there's no telling who else they're going to bring in this off season because you know right. there's, they have several unrestricted free agents, mm-hmm. um, as well as any trades and just stuff that they may do this yeah. off season. They may. Um, we mentioned earlier the lack of physicality that they had in the right. Boston series. I mean, they were physical, but not as physical as they should have yeah, been. Yeah, they could have been way more physical, you know, especially playing Boston, who is a a very physical team, a very strong team in more ways than one. You know, they can definitely do way more, and they just need to find that, that rhythm that they can change according to that team, especially if you go up against Boston or any other team that's strong. On the check, strong on the hits, strong on the defense. Yes. So. Um, yeah, I definitely feel uh, – because Tampa did it this offseason. Mm-hmm. They bolstered their physicality yeah. because that was something that people criticized them for was their lack of physicality. People called them soft. Yeah. And um, I've seen people start to call the Hurricanes soft. I mean, they're right. not a soft team, but they're not as physical as they should they're be. They're a soft team than what people are. There should be more fights. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, they should. Yeah. There should I definitely agree. be more fights. <laughs> yes. I agree there. Um, but, yeah, I could see that being something they bolster yeah. as well as their goaltending um, as well. Um, because while Mrazek and Reimer do have their moments of greatness, mm-hmm. they do lack that true number one goaltender. Yeah. Um, which that may be something that they look into this offseason. For look, sure. Uh, like Robin Leonard, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. I know he was a name tossed around. Mm-hmm. But that's just something we'll wait and see you know, as yeah. time goes on. Absolutely. Um, as far as my favorite moments of the season, uh, home, opener, home opener was a great one. Um, yes. That sellout crowd against Montreal. Great game. Yeah, that was a great game. They went to shootout and the crowd just erupted. That was insane. Yes. Such a good night to be there. Yeah, um, one thing that was really cool with that game was um, you couldn't really tell it on TV uh, or the videos um, af- that the Hurricanes posted and whatnot in Fox Sports. But if you were there in PNC Arena, um, they obviously introduced everyone by name. You know, it's Hall yeah. Motifer. And then they introduced Rod Brindamore. The place was deafening. Yeah, you, it was you couldn't hear yourself. Think. So you couldn't loud. hear the person next to you because I was yeah. there with a old friend of mine. We caught <laughs> that, um, and yeah, you couldn't hear the person next yeah. to you. Uh, it was insane. And Cam Ward was the siren sounder for that game. Yes, you could not hear his introduction. And uh-uh. He's another all-time Hurricane. He's someone who's going to have his number yeah. in the rafters here. Our soon. favorite. Yeah, so, our, well, personal our personal favorite. Our personal favorite. So the. Um, you couldn't even hear his introduction. Like, like you know, you know how the Apple Watch or like the newer versions like will alert you when like the sound gets over a certain decibel. I think I saw like fifty people around me just like flip their watch up, and it was all the same alert because it was that loud in the arena. It was, it yeah. was wild. It was insanely loud, and they let it go for a while. They yeah. just let everyone cheer for Rod um, because. We discussed it last uh, live episode, and I feel it's a general consensus between most Hurricanes fans. Uh, right. Rod Brindmore is probably the greatest Carolina Hurricane of all time. Yeah, I, I um, agree. And not only as obviously as a player, his number seventeen is in the rafters. Yeah. Um, 
you know, even though he hasn't been inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame yet, but, you know, that's, you know, yeah. a topic yeah. for a different day. Yes. Uh, we discussed that <laughs> with Malcolm Hayes, formerly of the Fayetteville Marks, yes. but now he's with Kansas. My goes for the uh, Zamboni driver. Yeah, Dave yeah. Ayers. Uh, they for still sure. have his shirt it's in the eye. Yeah. Um, they're still selling it. Yeah, um, yeah they put it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they'll probably put something in PNC Arena for him. They've got to. Got to. They'll probably do something. It, it's necessary at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, home opener was great. Uh, I would say Star Wars night was great. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed so Star- we're obviously both huge Star Wars <laughs> yeah. fans as well as huge um, Hurricanes fans. I obviously yeah. have the Ahsoka Tano yes. pin and Princess Leia pin on my backpack <laughs> over there. Um, but that game was great. Uh, Aho had a hat trick in that game against Minnesota. Yeah. Um, that was great. The storm surge after was great. You know, they're yes. all playing Star Wars yeah, with that their was, hockey sticks. That, that was, was great. pretty cool. Um, yeah, that was a really great one. Um, Whalers Night was really fun um, right. because at the tailgate um, party beforehand, <laughs> um, New Amsterdam Vodka and R&D Brewing uh, were out there uh, with us. They brought yeah. a shit ton of storm brew, uh, R&D did. And then uh, New Amsterdam, they had their regular vodka, but they also brought the Pink Whitney vodka out mm-hmm. as well, and just bottles of that were free. Yes. I mean, that's obviously fun. And then being up in section 328, yeah. Oh, yeah. The section to be at. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to be at upper level section. Yeah, great section. Um, Always have a good time up at yeah. 328. That was a fun one. And even though they lost the game, um, Pride Night against the Avs, that was the that was, last home yeah. game of the season. I was yep. there. I was. I was in down lower level as well. I was in one of the 100 sections, kind of yeah. low down. I don't remember where exactly I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was very fun as well. Yeah. A uh, couple got engaged right in front of me. Yeah. Like that, That's pretty that, legit. Yeah, that was fun. And then there was um, uh, the live episode that we did here on our first one uh, when they played Montreal. Um, oh. They lost the game. Um, they did. But that was fun, just being here with you know a bunch of Canes fans, yeah. you know, and all that. that. That was fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, there's just great moments throughout the season. Um, we mentioned the Dave Ayers situation, yep. and then yeah, just Aho getting his first career hat trick yeah, in the was, postseason. Yes. And then for me personally, just being able to meet a whole bunch of the players because mm-hmm. um, I. It's behind us now. Uh, my 2019-2020 stick. I've had most of the roster um, signed. Yeah, only like three or four players, I think. Or yeah, I'm only missing the new guys: uh, yeah. Shea, Votnin, uh, Trocheck, and then Williams. Yeah, those are the only ones that didn't sign me. Because at the Williams Kings corner, I was debating like, all right, do I get him to sign the season stick? Or it's, uh, behind you guys back there, the uh, 2006 championship sign that I've had since I was like nine years old. <laughs> I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get him to sign Def- that one. Definitely the playoff. Yeah, I got him to sign that instead. Yeah. I, just having that for so long, like, oh, it's, it's something a little more, I, I guess you could say it's more sentimental. Yeah, but I definitely, yeah. Um, of course, uh, not only the team, you know, Forsland and Tracy signed it. Uh, yeah. Wade Minter signed it. Uh, even Sarah Sivian signed it. Oh, yeah, wow. My personal favorite <laughs> hockey yes. journalist. Her signature does look like a 
Steph Curry. Uh, does we'll it? Say. Yeah, it's up at the top. Uh, by Eric Holla. Oh, it does. <laughs> um, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, that was very, very fun. And then, of course, you know, uh, all the cardiac cane stuff I did yeah. when I was there. You know, the whole Justin Williams, you know, how, I, how my first article, I believe, was, you know, about him. And then, you know, just going through up until his return, being right. able to break uh, the um, stadium series news yeah. uh, for them. I did write a few things that I was very proud of for them. Um, I hate that I had to leave, but, you know, it, it was for the best there. Yeah. And, of course, starting this show with you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Which really just started out as something in passing, like when I saw you at work. Yeah, because, I mean, we obviously um, – I don't know if we talked about it on the show in the past, um, but just a little insight thing, you know, Walker and I, you know, we've been friends for a while, and we had talked about starting a hockey podcast in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were going to call it Dusty Boys or whatever. You know, like for so, those of you that don't know hockey insider terminology, you know, dusters are you know the people that just sit on the bench and gather dust. Um, because yep. let's be honest, that would be me and you. Yep, <laughs> we'd just be sitting there. Yeah, we'd just be bench, Stick taps. bench warmers, pretty much. Yeah. Um, like that was going to be the name of our podcast, and then. Uh, one of the former hosts of Locked On Sharks, C. Morley, you know, I interviewed her for an article yeah. I did for Cardiac Kane. Um, and then I just started looking into it more because you know, mm-hmm. they said they had a show for every team and they're trying to get a hurricane show and they didn't have hosts. We obviously had no experience whatsoever, extremely underqualified. And <laughs> that demo was horrible. <laughs> yeah. That demo was so bad. Um, and then yeah, you know, we email you know, I emailed uh, the network and whatnot. And as I dropped my pen, and we emailed them, we did our stuff and whatnot. And you know, we ended up getting the gig. Yep. And yeah, you know, here we are, our second ever live episode. You yep. know, we've interviewed you know, players and. I mean, we've had oh, Wade Menzer. Yeah, we interviewed Malcolm Hayes. Yeah, we've done our Hamilton. Yeah, we interviewed Hamilton. Uh, you know, I hung out with him. Yeah. Uh, watching game one uh, mm-hmm. of the Boston series. Yeah, that was great. You know, the connections that we've made. Yep. Um, as well as not only within the Hurricanes family, but, you know, hockey family as a whole. You know, I talked to JD, the host of the Duck Show, on yeah. a fairly regular basis. Yes. Um, as well as Sarah, the host of the Kings and the National mm-hmm. Show, John yep. of the Rangers. Yep. Um, the connections that we've been able to make are very, are great. Yeah, um, it's, that's it's awesome. That may be one of the best memories, just connections that we've made just throughout the season. Yeah. Um, even though the season didn't go the way we wanted. Yeah, right. it, was, it was very fun. And personally, another favorite uh, thing of mine, yeah, kind of stupid and sentimental. Um, but when right after the season had paused because of COVID, um, when Fox Sports Carolinas was showing old games and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um, we're watching the uh, 2006 stuff right now, but just watching some of those old uh, historic wins for the Canes just right. brought back good memories. Oh, yeah. When they showed Game 7, I mean, it's on the DVD. I mean, we'll play it later. Um, it's mm-hmm. just on the documentary right now. Um, just remembering uh, watching that game as a nine-year-old. Yeah. Um, and then winning. And yeah. it, the old fatback TVs that used to weigh like <laughs> yeah. five thousand pounds. I'm, everyone here is old enough to remember those TVs, correct? 
Um, just watching that and then like running around the living room, yeah. losing my shit. I, I remember my mom telling me, I'm going to whoop your ass if you don't calm down. And I was like, okay, I'm trying. I did not get told just... that because uh, I guess my dad, because my dad, you know, took me to the games even before that. I think my first game was like, shit, like 2002 or something right. like that. Um, so like, that was like the one acceptable time to me, like run around the living room like a madman <laughs> or mad kid yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Um, of course. That that was good, just watching those games, remember those memories. Um, and they showed the uh, game seven clinching. I got that uh, Fanatics box score thing yep. behind us when they showed that, just remembering that one, mm-hmm. watching that with my dad, or just losing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was very, that was great. Yeah. Just being very, able to relieve it. Very relieve nostalgic. Small. Yeah, very nostalgic. That was very, very And fun. just seeing RBC Center just pop up occasionally whenever it's going back and forth, it's just like, ooh, that's weird. And then just knowing that, yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Um, so, Walker, it is, of course, you know, kind of late in the evening now. Yeah. It is um, 7.43 in the evening. You're kind of wow. hungry. Yeah. Um, so you know what I could go for, Walker? What's that? I could go for a built bar. Okay. Um, we've obviously spoke about built bars in the past, mm-hmm. um, and but now they have even more flavors. Oh, really? Um, now, um, for us to have, um, as the stuff kind of <laughs> loads up. Um, but they have so many new flavors for us to try. Um, they right. added six new flavors. Um, and of course, they have flavors for everyone as yeah. well. Um, and I've had them; you've had them. They're yeah. very good. They don't have that weird texture that you know some other fitness bars may have. Um, they're light and fluffy. They redid the recipe. They yeah. redid their packaging. They've redone. They revamped their entire thing. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Hurricanes, but their organization. They just revamped everything, and now they're just on a whole <laughs> another level yeah. of greatness. For sure. Um, and not only that, you know, they have you know uh, shaker bottles. Mm-hmm. They have um, they just have so many cool other things that you wouldn't think a fitness yeah. bar would have for you to purchase. They have expanded so much yeah, they've, in the little time and, they've been with us. Yes, um, which is great. And honestly, can't stress enough. There's just their stuff just tastes good. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly the main thing that mm-hmm. is their product just tastes, it just tastes good. Yeah. It, it's not solid. something that you're, you know, you know, forcing yourself to eat or, yeah. you know, uh, for your fitness, uh, yeah. whatever's, <laughs> uh, I my totally have brain fart there, but you know, it just tastes good. Your and proteins and your fibers. It's okay. yeah, yeah. It just tastes good. And that's the biggest thing that we could stress there is mm-hmm. that it's good to eat. And yeah. so whenever you go to uh, Built Bar, www.builtbar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED ON, that's all caps, no space, mm-hmm. uh, you will get $10 off a box of Built Bars. Um, and that is promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, no space, for $10 off your order of Built Bars. I like the chocolate chip mint ones. Yes, I like the yeah. peanut butter ones. Yeah. Um, peanut butter ones are good. I am very looking forward to trying their new flavors. Uh, well, <laughs> you oh, hear well. that, Bill Bar? <laughs> we need some. We need some free samples hey, here. I can get you ten dollars off <laughs> your box of Bill Bars. <laughs> That's partial free. Ten dollars off. Um, um. Hey there, guys. Future Jared here. 
Hope you enjoyed part one of that live episode. It went very long. So part two will be out shortly after this goes up. I just got to do a little bit of editing on that. Um, but in that, you can uh, look forward um, to us um, doing a playoff bubble roundup for what at the time of recording was you know the most up-to-date stuff. Stuff happened since then, which I'll discuss in tomorrow's episode, which will be Saturday. Um, and then we also had trivia as well as giveaways in that second part so we hope you guys enjoyed that um now uh now that you listen to part one of this um while you wait for part two go listen to the latest edition of locked on nhl the network's national nhl show uh go listen to that they got a whole bunch of good stuff going on over there right now talk to you guys later